you know what, Jen? I don't think I've ever looked better in my life. I think I'm I'm at the peak of my physical prowess. I think you are. At the moment. And yeah. I would love to share that with people. I'd love people to be able to see me in the flesh. Just it's to... selfish to keep this. <laughs> it is. This amount of radiance needs to be shared. So I thought what I would do is invite people along to see me in real life. To be in the same room at the Museum of Comedy. At the Museum of Comedy, because comedy is what I do <laughs> most of the time. <laughs> and you belong in a museum. No, oh, no. No, no, no. It was How rude. My self-esteem had climbed and now it's back down on the floor. But no, I um, love the Museum of Comedy and I'm going to go there and I'm going to take my raw magnetism with me uh, on Wednesday the 24th of April. Can I come too? You can. Just try not to sort of detract from my glow, you know. Okay. Uh, we are going to have the magnificent Jenny Ryan, a magnificent guest, Ooh. TBA. Wednesday the 24th of April, put it in your diaries, bring your sunglasses because I am shining. Yeah, get your tickets now. The link is in our social media or from the music. Museum of Comedy website. Oh, please do come. Jen's all right as well. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. What's your name? Jenny Ryan. Correct. What's my name? Lucy Porter. Correct. What are we doing? We're making a podcast all about quizzing. Correct. What's it called? Fingers on buzzers. Correct. Hello and welcome to another episode of Fingers on Buzzers. <laughs> I only gave you one word there, but you did something very special with it. That's, that's my that's uh, my talent. Yes, it is. She, t- she takes whatever she's given and she makes magic. One word, Ryan. That's incredible. That's you. That's you. One word, Ryan. Um, and what an episode we have for you. I say it every week, but I really mean it this week because we had such a nice chat with the one and only, the brilliant, the very funny Bethany. Burke. Yes. Uh, long time friend of both of ours and uh, an absolute dream to talk to with lots of interesting stuff to say on the subject of quizzing um, and we've also got another international flavour to the show this oh, week fantastic. because we uh, have got now I keep saying Patrick McNee <laughs> uh, I, I would be Patrick I'd be astonished McGee. if it was <laughs> it's Patrick McGee um, who is a, a, an Australian so we've we've had Germany and Australia calling. If you're calling from anywhere further afield, then uh, do let us know. If you're listening from anywhere around the world and you want to get involved, we we love to have you. So yeah, we shall be talking to Patrick about all kinds of Australian quizzy things. You quiz in Australia, Jen, haven't you? Uh, I wish. Oh, no, well, one day one we day. will. I've well, never, we'll, I've never we'll just either. make it happen. We'll just go and find a, yeah. a pub quiz in Melbourne or something. 
we'll be fine. Yeah, well, Patrick will have us now. That'll be yeah, fine. Absolutely. So uh, let's let the lovely listeners hear what we were talking about. Now we have an incredibly special treat, Jen. We are being joined by our first ever guest from the Southern uh, Hemisphere. We've gone into Hemisphere. Wow. It's amazing. We're talking to someone in a massively different time zone. It's morning for our next guest and it is evening for us. We're drunk and he's barely, well, he's just a bit drunk. (laughs) He's in Australia. It is the wonderful Mr. Patrick McGee. Good day. Thank you for that. How are you guys? We're we're great and all the better for speaking to you. Whereabouts in the Antipodes are you exactly, Patrick? I am in uh, Sydney. Oh, what a treat. I've never been, but it sounds marvellous. It's all right. (laughs) (laughs) And you're not just uh, any old Australian that we've dragged onto the show. You are uh, very much uh, prominent in the quizzing uh, world. because Now, is this right that you set... The most listened to quiz in Australia is that is that correct? Uh, yeah, it is. Although it's, it is it is top secret. Um, the, no, I mean not not the quiz. Obviously, <laughs> it's very very hard for people to listen to it if it's top secret. But uh, my identity is, uh, is is a closely guarded secret. Oh, we're gonna we're not gonna have to blur you out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you could just censor whenever I speak, just make the have a beeping noise. Um, yeah. So I I set the questions. For uh, the ABC Radio uh, Nightlife Challenge, mm-hmm. which uh, is a, a nationally broadcast quiz that uh, goes out here in Sydney at, um, uh, between midnight and one in the morning. But then, obviously, because of the time zones and things in Perth, it's on at nine and all different times um, across the different states. And um, yeah, it's uh, I think it's I think latest ratings it's about about a million. I think, which, um, nice. which, which, for Australia, which for Australia is very good. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. you know, it's, it's yeah, not bad for this podcast, actually. <laughs> so we, we get about a million, don't we, yeah. Jen? So, uh, so that's good. And how on earth did you get into doing that? Um, it was, I started about five years ago. And I, I don't think, I, I mean, I think I probably hosted a few trivia nights sort of here and there and, you know, do fundraisers or whatever and um uh i had a mate who was writing the questions for it i think he was doing one day a week or one day a fortnight and it used to be a sort of group of about i don't know 10 people so, same as you would like with a you know with a with a normal quiz you have a whole bunch of people writing all different questions and he had just got a full-time job and he wasn't really able to juggle it anymore so he said to them that he was quitting and they said oh do you know anyone and he suggested me and i was like oh this is really great you know i'd love to do it and it was just sort of bit of a side hustle i was just doing it one day a week and then i very stupidly said to them once oh by the way you know if oh, if you need me to do it you know more nights a week i can do that and they said oh great can you do it three nights a week and i said oh yeah yeah <laughs> and yeah and then and then it just sort of built from there and eventually i ended up being the the only person writing all the questions wow that's quite a workload mate how many questions is that a week it's it's 150 questions a week, so it's – yeah, I have to write it's, – it's on Monday to Friday, so I have to write 30 questions uh, thirty questions a day across five categories, so six questions, which is, you know, five questions, and then another one in case the host wants to go, oh, mm-hmm. we'll use this question instead. So it's 150 questions. I have to come up with uh, five categories a night, so, you know, can't just do sort of you know oh history geography science and nature 
every night. So I've got to keep doing things, which is good, except it means it sort of means that having done it for this long, um, I now get to the point where I'm just like, just looking at things in my rooms going, oh, I don't know, I do category on stools? Sure. Let's, can, candles? All right, let's do five questions about candles. Well, but the inspiration obviously does keep coming because you're still at it and they haven't got rid of you. What has been your yeah. favourite thing that you, your favourite theme that you've ever chosen, do you think? Oh, I think I like, I like, well, I mean, I say I, I like these. The problem is a lot of the, a lot of times when I do, you know, a category that I think is, you know, a bit fun or a bit uh, exciting, um, the, the listenership, who are lovely, who I, you know, greatly respect, but also, but also tend towards, uh, you know, being reasonably late night quiz tend towards being um, an older demographic mm-hmm. or truckers who, you know, are making long haul trips. They, they get a bit antsy when I'm, you know, when I, when I go and do anything that's too far out there. Yeah. So every so often, you know, I'll chuck in something that I like or like, you know, I'll, I'll just, you know, I'll be so, you know, unable to think of anything. I'll just go, oh, I'll, I'll just do another Doctor Who category. That'll be fine. <laughs> Uh, yeah, um, and the, the worst—well, I say the worst—but the I've, I've discovered their the, the limits in their knowledge as well. Mm-hmm. So a, a, about about a year ago, I had a category that was West Africa, and I thought, you know, it's be fine. There'd just be mm-hmm. some questions about West Africa, not you know, not particularly in-depth ones, but just things like you know, which which country's soccer team is called the Black Stars mm-hmm. and things like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, we got, and we got. There was one question. The, the format of the quiz is: it's over an hour, and you get to question twenty-five, and you answer question twenty-five, you're the winner. And you know, occasionally it'll spill a bit over into the next hour, which is fine. Um, this there was one question in the West Africa category, which I can't, which I can't remember now, which is annoying. But it took 48, uh, 48 callers to get through. Oh, my God. I mean, which you, was, wow. you nearly knocked out every country in Africa there. That's what I don't know how you get that far in. <laughs> um, yeah, so West Africa has now become a sort of byword when we're talking about the quiz, whenever, you know, we're going, oh, maybe this category is a bit, this, it, this category is a bit West Africa. Isn't <laughs> a bit West doing? Africa. <laughs> I yeah. mean, do they not have Google in Australia? I'm, you know. Well, well. I mean, as 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 a quizzer, Lucy, you should know that Google is very much frowned upon. Mm. Uh, I know, but if I'd got to, if I was caller number forty-eight, I think I'd be going. Yeah. Oh, I'm just going to put I'd, I'd that out double there. Checks, misery, probably. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. I mean, so a huge volume of quizzing, and you know, you are allowed to pick your own subjects, which is pretty cool, isn't it? I mean, as a question setter, Jen, you don't often get that much freedom, do you? No, no, and and you do find inspiration lacks after a certain amount of time. When I've worked on long-running shows, you enter. The, the the question writing team and they've already got 150,000 questions that they've used in the database and you can't write any of them again mm. so trying to find the little gaps in there and trying to think oh I could group these together and I could get a you know I can get half a dozen questions out of all that you know any topic that you can come up with it's it becomes much more of a craft than uh than that high volume of you know you can't just sit at typewriter and bash out 150 questions on a Monday morning and go, well, that's my week's work done. <laughs> That'd be nice, though. 
Well, having established that Patrick is being wrung dry of quiz questions, <laughs> I thought, what could be better than making him do some more? Yeah. So, Patrick, would you mind coming back later on to do us a quiz? I would be absolutely delighted. <laughs> well, we are thrilled. Is there a way that we can listen to uh, the questions you set online? Is there a, a, a radio player available, uh, do you know? Yeah, I think there is. But, the well, actually, I've, I've got to the point now uh, where, like every white man at the beginning of lockdown, I decided I was going to start a podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, right. And so I bought a whole bunch of equipment and then did nothing with it until <laughs> about three weeks ago when I was like, oh, I just might as well just do my own um, do my own quiz podcast. So, yes. so yeah, so that, that, that was when I started reusing a lot of my, you know, West Africa questions. <laughs> so um, West, we will tune in, yeah. especially for West Africa yeah. now. We'll yeah. oh, it's, so, it's all West Africa all the yeah. time. Two West so Africa for radio. West Africa... <laughs> <laughs> I presume it's called the West Africa Podcast. Isn't I that wish it? I wish I'd called it the West Africa Podcast. <laughs> uh, no, it's called uh, it's called King Trivelling. Lovely. Oh, how are we spelling Trivelling there? Please? Uh, yeah, good question. T R I V I L I N G. I had to think about that, which is not a good sign. Um, <laughs> King Trivelling. Yeah. Brilliant. Well, uh, we shall all be listening to King Trivelling and subscribing and leaving five-star reviews because that is what we do when we listen to podcasts. Um, and in the meantime, we shall be enjoying a quiz from you later on. Thank you very much, Patrick McGee. Thank you. We are delighted, thrilled and beside ourselves to be joined by a wonderful comedian, a brilliant actor and somebody who has tamed the beast. Uh, it's the one and only. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I thought I'd give you a minute just to work out what I'm talking about there. It's the one and only Bethany Black. Hello, hiya. Shall we? We'll explain that reference for uh, the listener. Yeah, I. Yeah, about. Oh, it was about 18 months ago, I decided to give the chase a go, and uh, they put me up against. Uh, they put me up against the beast, didn't they? And. Um, uh, I took the higher offer because uh, otherwise my partner would not have let me back in the house. <laughs> well, after a brilliant, <laughs> brilliant cash builder. I mean, let's go. We like to do a very detailed yeah. play-by-play on this show, Bethany. So, yeah. Um, so, you, yeah, your cash builder was amazing. So you came in very strong. Can you remember any of the questions from the cash builder? Honestly, I can't now yeah. anymore. It's like, it was 18 months mm-hmm. ago. It was... Um, uh, yeah, no, there was so... Like, <laughs> It's really difficult because like this because I've done like the the audition process which is, like a day in Liverpool, um, where I went and did like we did like a bunch of like cash builder type questions and then we did the what would you do in the final chase with a bunch of other people so there were like loads of questions that we managed to get through and my cash builder on the day was actually the lowest amount that I'd managed to get <gasps> either in in the um, in the audition and then in the couple of rehearsals we had before we recorded the show. So I was like, I went up there going, oh, disappointed with myself. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, it's like the one thing that I'd ever been any good at. Like, the, in the week before I went to do it, I was like, oh, should I do this or not? Because, like, this is my thing, knowing things, <laughs> knowing the answers to questions. And, like, I'm actually going to do this on telly. Mm. Oh, God, this Ice might ruin the, the one and only thing I think I'm any good at. <laughs> It is, I mean, it, it's a very exposing thing, isn't it, really? Because also we all know that luck can go with you or against you. Oh, God, yeah. And in the final, in, 
in the final chase with uh, my two remaining team members. Um, yeah, it, it really didn't. And it was that thing, because I like, I'm probably the unluckiest person I've ever met. <laughs> like, genuinely, just like everything that can go wrong will go <laughs> wrong. Like, I managed to... <laughs> I went back to university to like, study and graduated just as the big financial crash happened. And then just as that was stopping and sort of like things were going back to normal, uh, I got dumped a fortnight before I was supposed to get married. <gasps> um, and then um, shortly after that, I... Uh, well, yeah, shortly after that, I, I developed uh, ME, chronic fatigue, and wasn't... Well, it started off as glandular fever, but I went back to work too soon, and it developed into that. Oh, love. And I spent 18 months not able to do anything. Mm-hmm. And then just as I was starting to get over that and being able to sort of get back out there, I broke my leg. Um, God, I remember that. Did then, you do it? Was it roller derby you were doing? Yeah, yeah, I was teaching somebody how to skate safely. Oh, love, and God. <laughs> They did not listen to what I had to say. <laughs> like literally, the one it was the one thing I told them not to do, and they did it badly and managed to break my leg. Um, I like an I, ironic injury, though. I think that's yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'd have preferred one that didn't then require surgery. That then that I had a poor reaction to. There was a reaction to the to the metal that they had. I had complications and couldn't walk for eighteen months. Um, Holy. So, God, this is the worst catalogue of events yeah. I've ever heard. Yeah, yeah, and I've missed out. There's like a whole bunch of other oh. things. Like I had a load of friends die like one, like over the space of about six months. Oh. I lost about, I think about se- uh, seven or eight friends of mine just died, and two of them in the same day, um, mm. in separate incidents. And it was just like one thing after another. It was just like everybody who was around me was going, "How the heck are you going through all of this?" Mm. And so I was like, "Right, okay, I have the worst luck." Right, so this is the pr- this is just the preamble. <laughs> So, so, so I get onto the chase, and I do. Like, I think I did. I think I got like seven questions in the in the cash builder. Went up against the beast, and the final question was uh, a Marvel Comics question. So it was like it was very much a specialist was, area of yours. Yeah, absolutely. And I was like, oh, and it was a really easy one as well. It was. Like, let's give it to the uh, to the audience. It was. Uh, which Marvel superhero is blind? Was that the question? Yeah, it was something like that. Or, yeah, or, um, yeah, I, I think it was. Or was it actually just asking? Oh no, it wasn't. I went and provided the name as well of the character. Um, it didn't even wait for the yeah. options. Didn't even wait. Just knew it. I didn't, yeah, yeah, I didn't. I just knew it. Um, yeah, and so like all of that had gone through, and I was like, oh, do you know what? This is good. But also, I know that in spite of this, this is just a fate playing with me because it will <laughs> look really good, and I'll be taken away from it at the end of it. And we got to. Um, the bit where they like in the break in the filming where they come out and they go right okay we need you to choose between which um, set of questions you're going to have so there's like this velvet bag with two ping pong balls in it with like, a number more uh, I, don't, I think it's a, is it a number it's, a, it's a, a, and a, and a and B A and B in it yeah, yeah. I've never um, seen that bag right oh right, never okay. even shown me that bag <sighs> it's just yeah because it's, it's a good quality bag they've like they've put They've put as much effort into that as they have to the rest of the set. <laughs> yeah, they should show it on camera. I mean, it would be a nice yeah. moment, but anyway, it, yeah. they don't. Anyway, yeah, and, and the two remaining members of my team went, <laughs> went um, oh, can you you choose? And I went, oh, no, 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 seriously. Like, I, <laughs> I have got the worst look. If we pick, if I pick the set of questions, we're going to get a full set of questions that we can't answer. And they went, oh, no, you've not got bad luck. What are you talking about? You've been really lucky today. I was like... No, skill. Skill, knowledge, not so much luck. Anyway, they they kind of bullied me into picking the questions, which I did. And then for the first time, 
in the first minute there wasn't genuinely like on on the day I think both Bradley and 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 Mark said like oh you you panicked and you wobbled but I didn't I genuinely had no idea of the answer to any of the first oh, minute yeah. questions at all and it was like and I was like how how this has never happened in any quizzing setting yeah ever no that I've managed that it's gone more than three questions in a row mm. without me having at least some idea yeah but this was just it so, yeah. I was listening to a Popmaster the other day and it was exactly, you know, normally Popmaster, especially the first couple, they're normally yeah, easy. Yeah. And I had a, yeah, had a complete Popmaster drought. I would have scored three. It was a Yikes. tragedy. But, uh, well, it's such a shame because there's nothing more exciting than someone taking a good high offer and then yeah. seeing it through. And, I mean, I don't blame you, though. I blame those idiots no. you were paired up with, really. Well, yeah. <laughs> Me too. Uh, and they're here with us tonight. <laughs> Hooray! Oh, no, they, they, they've heard me say all this before. Um, afterwards, when we were leaving. Uh, no. <laughs> the one I felt but worst for was, like, I'd gone into this, like, um, going, right, OK, I'm really going to do this. Because, like, when we'd done... When I went in for the audition, they got to the end of it and they just sort of said, hang on a second, like, we kind of kind of know you like you said you act like what have you been in and I like told them and they were like huh Doctor Who so a, a star a, like main character in the in a Russell T Davies series mm-hmm. right okay well, you might be a little bit too famous for regular the chase we might have to put you on the celebrity chase and I was like oh, okay on the one hand like I was on the one hand going oh, I've got quite a lot of credit card debt I'd like to clear <laughs> and then on the other on the other hand I was going but do you know what celebrity chase might get a bit more work out of it elsewhere yeah, well who knows and like two days later they phoned me and they went listen it's good news you're not famous enough <laughs> you're a nobody yeah. welcome to the show <laughs> They could have engineered for you to win it after that blow to your ego, couldn't they? I mean, they... I know exactly, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it's uh, always possible to go on again, and it sounds like you just need a better, a better team. What other, um, what other yeah. quiz shows do you like, and what else would you would you like to do? Oh, I'd love to do Mastermind. Yes. That's, now, what that's would you go for? I mean, I shall we try and guess, Jen? What? What Bethany would go for as her specialist subject? Um, Pokemon. Mm. That's a good show, actually. I've I've not seen anybody do Pokemon, but would you do what iteration? Would you do? Be doing the video games? Would you be doing the cartoon? Would we doing the yeah? If I was doing it, I'd do the video games. I Mm. think I'd do yeah, Um, yeah, absolutely. The but just simply because with the (laughs) cartoon. With the cartoon series, there's like how I think there's like 24 series yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. And like I really love Pokemon, and I have seen all of the cartoon <laughs> series, and it's hard to keep uh, a track of it. It is. Yeah, I would hate to have to go back and watch it again. Put it that way. <laughs> I, I'm glad I've watched it all, but yeah. I, there's like there's a lot of it that I certainly would not go back and watch. But and you know, and all of the things that you know. That, that you go, all right, okay, well, I know this, and this is an unusual fact, and this mm-hmm. is a fact that they will probably go, oh, this is a good one to go mm-hmm. and put in a question. Like in like series one, episode uh, 22, the, uh, a lot of children in Japan, well, a couple of children in Japan ended up having photosensitive epilepsy, uh, ended up having seizures, and so as a result of that, 
they didn't they stopped showing the Pokemon Porygon in any of the cartoons after that wow. even though it wasn't Porygon who was doing the uh, move that went and caused the flashing lights it was actually wow. Pikachu Porygon just took the blame <laughs> yeah. um, wow right. you got to take like, the fall for the bigger name though haven't you exactly. yeah and I'm, like, I, and I'm like I know that fact and that won't come up so like it's like the <laughs> Your knowledge is kind of too perfectly obscure and interesting. <laughs> yeah, it's like that thing. I'd be great at setting the questions, mm. but not great at mm. like answering them because they're always ones that, like, yeah, always the ones that I go, oh, I know this, I know this fact. Yeah. I know this, like, weird fact that everyone else seems to be completely oblivious to. And then, yeah, they never come up, ever. No, because no, well, obviously, it's, I mean, I always think with specialist subjects on Mastermind, it's. You know, you know that the setters are trying to make it interesting for the audience and palatable for the mainstream. And it is quite yeah. frustrating sometimes when you see people and you you go, oh, I bet, yeah, you could do so, you could do a really interesting TED talk on your subject, but you're not getting, you're not hitting the big beats that they're. I think there's a market for for hardcore quizzes for the really esoteric specialist subject. Mm. Yeah, not I not. Think so. Not the 7.30 on a Monday night BBC audience, but yeah, yeah like late night hardcore, <laughs> well, like, not that kind of hardcore, but... Um, <laughs> underground quizzing. Underground, yeah, like... Like, <laughs> like bare knuckle boxing kind of... Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely takes place yeah. in a in a cellar somewhere. Yeah. Oh, that'd be, I've like, been like, to those events. Yeah, it's like the fight club. <laughs> yes. Of, of, of oh, we should quizzing. totally do that when events yeah. are allowed again, because obviously we're, you know, yeah. we'd be safe, we'd be COVID compliant, yeah. even though it would be, you'd meet in a, you'd get a code and meet in a service station. And yes. uh, and then go to a secret location. Let's definitely you do this. You don't have to meet under an yeah. underpass and get on a coach. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, to yeah an undisclosed yeah, like location. The, like, like trying to find a rave in the late eighties. Like, oh, yeah. yeah, we'll meet at Charnock Richard. Right, and I've heard there's a field somewhere outside, somewhere outside Darwin. What's <laughs> amazing sounds? I think we could uh, we could definitely make that happen. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, obviously, I was going to say Doctor Who is a specialist subject, but I can imagine it's probably one of the most suggested or requested specialist subjects yeah I suspect it is as well and, and also it's that thing of and again it's such a broad <laughs> there's so many episodes like is it classic Doctor Who is it new Doctor mm. Who is it which do- I, I don't like whether you'd go for a specific because it's been on long enough now that it can be like you know like when you'd watch Mastermind in the 80s and somebody would go on and say I want to do the works of Henry Chaucer <laughs> from the first six years of this uh, writing career <laughs> um and yeah, oh, right, okay. Um, but I'd like, yeah, because I remember when they went and did, like, when somebody had the Sex Pistols as their specialised subject and there was an outcry like that. Yeah, yeah, yes. It will used to. And now that's what everyone's waiting for is that you'll get three really dry academic topics. And yeah. The, the episode that's just been on this uh, this week that I've watched, um, one woman was doing Stormzy. I'm like, that's what we came for. Yeah. yeah. We've come to see someone unexpectedly doing something very pop culture and I've got a chance of guessing a couple of them from my baseline Stormzy knowledge. Yeah. Well, that was the thing that I went and put through for because uh, I did apply uh, at the same time that I applied for the chase. I went and did. Oh, do you know what? I'll just go and apply for a bunch yep. of them. Um, and the one that I put down for my specialised subject was the Marvel Cinematic Universe, which I'm sure there's been loads of people mm. who've done who yeah. had put in around about the same time. But again, it's one of those things that I I've got one of those brains that just you put information into it and it sticks. Mm. Um, whether I wanted to or not, <laughs> how helpful it is 
Yeah, and yet I'll go into a room, any room, for any reason whatsoever, and stand there for about 30 seconds every single time. Yes. Yeah. Trying to figure out why I'm there. No, I know. Well, you are amongst friends and in exactly the right company with us because I'm. Well, we're doing um, the the MCU at the moment with my kids because I have never seen any of the Marvel movies, yeah. and uh, we're going through them. And it is the nicest thing I've ever done with my children. It's made all those years of going to horrible soft plays that smell of urine and, and you know all of that <laughs> worth it, worth it now. And so we are doing every day. We do a little Marvel quiz of some description. Oh, same. Oh, that's fantastic. What order are you watching them in? Uh, just release. Specific order? Release. Release order. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, and fair. then we're going to go I back and do fair. chronological. Ah, so, yeah. Mm. We're, I mean, this is the next kind of... It's, lockdown's been yeah. a friend to us because we've got, you know... Well, I, d- I did the same early run in lockdown um, yeah. after my mum my broke her leg. And so... Um, oh one of the first things she requested was can we watch all of the Marvel films and that's what we did and um, so in a couple of weeks once you're all the way through Lucy Mm -hmm. let's regroup let's have a really hardcore MCU quiz oh yes please we'll meet at Charnet Richards (laughs) 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 we could do a little bonus episode couldn't we actually we could do a little bonus episode of our Marvel quiz I'd like that I think that would go down a storm well, I think because I'd started to rewatch them, my partner had sort of like never really had much interest in them, and um, she's the sort of person that I've learned. We've been together for eight years now, and I've learned that I can't go. Oh, you'd really like this because she immediately will go. No, I absolutely <laughs> will not like this. And if you try and force me to watch this, then we're going to have a month's worth of arguments. <laughs> and, and so what we've what I've discovered over like well just before um, Infinity War came out, I was like, I'm just going to start watching this. I know that you're going to be sat reading your phone, but that's okay. And then she got really into them, and so we ended up watching them all together. Mm. And we just had we're, we're currently in the middle of doing the same thing with Buffy because she'd never seen it and um, we started to watch it uh, the first series she just like really wasn't particularly into it and then a couple of weeks ago I went oh, do you know what I say a couple of weeks ago well, that's a lie it, it was Saturday um, I went do you know what I'm just going to put Buffy on whilst I'm doing this in the background and when the episode finished she went can we watch the next one <laughs> yes. yes absolutely anyway we're now halfway through season four so uh, quick work we like it yeah. um, Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. 
Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. So now we did, we were trying to think what would be a good subject to quiz you on, a specialist subject, because as you know, on this podcast, we like to quiz people about something from their lives. And we were, th- you know, and I was thinking maybe Russell T. Davis, because I remember when I was working at Granada in the 90s, he was making a show called Families, with um, yes. which Jude Law was in. And I thought maybe we could do that, but then I was like, don't really know enough. Certainly don't know enough to do Doctor Who. And what we decided on, Jenny, would you like to tell Bethany what we're going to be quizzing her on? <laughs> Goths. Oh, on YouTube. <laughs> right, okay. <laughs> yeah, why, why not? Why not? Your, your surname's black for a reason. Right, okay. So yeah, goth, Goths was the uh, the, the thing we chose. Right. Ah, right, okay, cool, Goths, right, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, because I don't, I mean, I was a... I mean, you say that, but I am wearing a Dolly Parton t-shirt. <laughs> but it is black. Which is black, yeah. There we go. Exactly. It's the gothier (laughs) side of Dolly Parton. Well, I certainly, I went through a goth phase as a teen. Jenny, did you ever have goth tendencies? No, no. I I was uh, a youth at the era of Britpop, so I was more sort of um, Mm. Parkers and stuff. Okay. uh, Yeah, the trench coats. Well, you're going to struggle with my questions then, so we've both prepared some questions. How many have you done, Jen? (laughs) Okay. I've got three questions. Yep, okay. So I'll do three as well. Um, yeah. Should we alternate? Let's alternate, okay. yeah. So uh, my <laughs> my questions are very much old goth. So this is for oh, right, okay. anyone who... Because I'm a bit older than you. I'm much older than Jenny and I'm much older than you, Bethany. But I am. Uh, I was in the, the sort of the, the birth of goth, really, I would say, late mm. 80s, early 90s. So mine are quite old school goth. Mine are more goth adjacent trivia. Oh lovely. Right, okay. Cool. Okay, well shall I start off with an old school goth question then? Okay. <clears throat> Carl McCoy was the lead singer of which band whose name refers to a biblical race of angel human hybrids? Uh oh Incubus Succubus? Oh no, no but good no. you were using the information in the question. I was using the information in the question. Um yes the Feels the neck. Yes, there she uh-huh. goes. But do you know what? That again, that was the one that was in my head first, and I went, "No, mm. don't say anything." I was just being too. Quiz instinct. Was, like stick with the always quiz stick instinct. with the instinct. Fields of the Neff for anyone who don't know them, uh, the Neff as we as we yeah, called them. The Neff. Um, they. Uh, the thing I loved about the Neff was they were sort of cowboy goth, weren't they? They had a kind yeah. of they wore like chaps and leather and stetsons, and they. Um, That's what you need. Well, really, they could have just been Johnny Cash. I mean, he already got there first. That's what that yeah, is. Yes, proper country goth, not pretend <laughs> yeah, yeah. country goth. Yeah, yeah. But the thing that I loved about them was they had, it was sort of dust and death, and they used to um, cover themselves in flour to achieve their dusty image, and they got uh, stopped by the uh, Nottinghamshire police, detained the band in May 1998, 1988 rather, uh, to do a drugs test uh, on a suspect substance. Turned out it it was just the flower. It was just the flower. Oh, God. They were not rock and roll. <laughs> God, that just reminds me. I did. Uh, you, you, you'll know this, Lucy. The off the curb gig on the Isle of Wight. Oh God. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm. I did that. What? Um, 
I did that about four or five years ago with um, Steve from um, We Are Kang. <laughs> um, and there was another comic whose name I can't remember right now. Um, but we'd, we'd done this gig and the, <laughs> the ferry that they had us on was like about four hours after the yes. show was supposed to finish. But um, one of them was like, I really want to get back, I really want to get back. So had a word with them to get them to finish early so we could get an earlier, an earlier boat. And we, we ended up missing it and ended up having to drop, go somewhere else to get the other ferry. We ended up going to Southampton rather than Portsmouth, which is where everyone else's cars oh, were. God. I was the one who was driving. <laughs> and I ended up driving out of there at like one o'clock in the morning out of the car, uh, fer- out of the ferry port towards uh, Portsmouth to go to the other one. And a police car pulled out behind me and just followed me really closely, mm. like clearly like trying to intimidate me into doing something wrong because they bored and wanted to pull someone over. Mm. And it was the most terrifying moment because the previous day, I'd been over to my friends to do some baking and as I went to go get the bag out of out of the passenger seat, a pot of bicarbonate of soda had burst all over the passenger side for well. I was like, oh God, if they stop us, we are not getting out of the cells until morning. That car will be ripped apart. You will have to... Yeah. Exactly. yeah. Oh my God. What a... Some very confused sniffer dogs there. <laughs> What am I here for? <laughs> I, I literally can't smell anything. <laughs> well, now you know how Fields of the Nephilim felt. There we are. That's your, your Fields of the Nephilim. Yeah. Well, well done. One, one on one <laughs> so far. Very good. Um, my question. In The Simpsons, when Lisa goes through her goth phase, <laughs> what name does she take? Uh, Raven Black Never Cries. Oh, no. It's have another go. Have another not. go. You're so oh, close. This is, I mean, I think that's near as damn it, isn't it? Raven Black never die? Is it? Oh, never dies? Oh. It's, I'm going to give you half a point because you've got half of the words correct. I've it's Raven a... Crow never smiles. Raven Crow never smiled, yes. <laughs> right, you must stop my partner from ever hearing this podcast. She is Simpsons obsessive now every night and she will... Uh, <laughs> She'll love she'll, this. That'll, yeah, yeah. that'll be, like that'll be the, the second uh, meet-up we do. We're going to meet at the old the site of Camelot. Oh, right. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Down at Parkhall. Oh, yes. <laughs> Very Break in her. there. Uh, um, shall I do you another, another old-school question, uh, which is, which band's debut single in 1979 was nine minutes long and referenced a Hungarian actor in its title? Oh, it's Bauhaus and Bella Lugosi's dinner. Excellent, of course it is. Nine minutes, I love the idea of releasing a nine minute long single just... As a debut single yeah. as well. Yeah, they just... It's, it's a statement of intent, isn't it? <laughs> it is, and it doesn't get going for ages. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It's, it's like, yeah, it's a bit like Shine On You Crazy Diamond, which is always that, like, oh, the amount of time that that goes on for. All right. <laughs> I always love it. There was a rock radio station uh, in the northwest for a while, and you could always tell when, like, the DJ had something that he wanted to do that was more important than doing the show. Because one afternoon, he played the full version of uh, of Shining New Crazy Diamond by Pink Floyd back to back with uh, Meatloaf. I would do anything for love, but I won't do that. <laughs> Just without talking in between the two of them, I was like. What has he got to do that's so important? Yeah. It takes three quarters of an hour. That's amazing. Well, there's, the, there's, the, there's the theory that um, after Popmaster, Ken Bruce does put on one of his long songs on purpose. Then ah. he can go for his loo break. Yeah. Oh, he deserves it, We Ken, know what he's up to. He? Yeah. He oh, yeah, it's stressful hosting that quiz. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's got to stay so nice and not accuse anybody of cheating, which... <laughs> 
happens on a on an almost daily basis now. You can hear people the pressing tapping. the enter key. I know the tapping. Yeah, it's HD awful. HD radio. Yeah. Mm. If you're gonna if you're gonna cheat on Popmaster, don't use a mechanical keyboard. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> people are not people are not the brightest though, are they? <laughs> if they're gonna be cheating on that to win uh, a what is it now? A, a Bluetooth speaker, speaker or, a, or? or a wife or a, it's a wireless radio or something is the main I prize see. if you get the three and ten. Mm. But it's a blue it's a Bluetooth yeah, speaker if yeah, you fail. Was, I remember it was a digital radio for years. That was that was the big prize. I remember like calling into um, it was Alex Lester's uh, after midnight uh, one that he did because I used to listen to Radio Two on the way home. And he used to have a, it was just before all of the big. Um, <laughs> just before the big like outcry about fixing mm. competitions on the BBC, they, had, they took all had... competitions off, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. And I did one of the last ones, and it, for months and months and months, it had been like a, a, a digital radio, and I was dead excited, and I got the answer right, and I was apparently the only one. Um, and I was like, oh brilliant, get me digital radio. And three weeks later, a, a box set of DVDs of, um, of Sherlock Holmes. Oh. <laughs> oh, God, Quite the same. That's disappointing. That is yeah. disappointing. <laughs> Another disappointing question for me. Then. Oh. <laughs> um, the term the term gothic rock was coined in 1967 to describe the style of which band? Oh, do you know I have absolutely no idea. And in 67. Own, 67. Well, that's yeah. that's the Doors. Um, the doors. She's the straight doors? in. Yeah, it is. Absolutely, That's yeah. Very the journalist, met, the journalist, journalist met Jim in uh, some candlelit cellar bar, and said it was a very appropriate setting um, to interview the lead singer of a, a gothic rock, rock band. band. Yeah, because the Doors' yeah. original album was recorded in sort of May nineteen, uh, late nineteen sixty-six, and was released in early sixty-seven. Oh, she's good. she's good. She could she'd do well on Popmaster, Jenny. She really would. <laughs> Ken would need a big poo kind of extra after. Information. <laughs> <laughs> Ken would be off for a very long poo after he'd that. Have to, he'd have yeah. to put some of War of the Worlds on. <laughs> yeah. You can tell he's having a bit of trouble. Well, he could play... Put three Leonard Cohen songs on in a row. <laughs> well, we've gifted him Bella Lugosi's Dead now. I'd be quite disappointed if... I'm sure he I'd listens. love to hear that. I'd love to hear that at 10 to 11 in <laughs> the morning on a Tuesday. <laughs> Stick that on, Ken. Go on. In between James Blunt and George Ezra or whatever. Right, my final question is this. Um, ooh. Okay. Oh. Um, hmm. Are you regretting setting such a difficult question now? Is that no. the look of someone who's gone, have I gone too far? Do you know what I have done is I have actually, I've, I have researched the band and then not actually thought what the question was going to be. <laughs> <laughs> um, I am going to give you... Do it in the style of Jeopardy. You could give me the answer and I could play too. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, let's. Um, okay. If the answer is Susie and the Banshees, what is the question? <sighs> <laughs> um, who ha, whose original drummer was Sid Vicious? Yeah, nice, very wow. nice. Yeah, that is nice and easy. <clears throat> That's a great bit of knowledge there, because yes, they were part of the Bromley contingent who hung around the Sex Pistols. Yeah, down at Sex with uh, yeah, it was them and Billy Idol or Billy Broad as he was nice. Oh, you're very good. Ooh. You're very good. And so I just wanted to mention Susie and the Banshees because I think that Susie Sue is one of the most underrated, consistently underrated pop 
presence is Absolutely. just incredible trailblazer fantastic songwriter yeah. i mean amazing so yeah absolutely absolutely and like almost single-handedly created the whole sort of goth aesthetic that's that's lasted for 50 40 odd years now who would have thought <laughs> yeah thought still people dressing exactly like susie Sue. <laughs> yeah exactly and 20, some of them, 20. yeah i know that's it's, it's wonderful i mean you know i i mean i i still have the skinny jeans that i wear constantly no matter how big i've got or how small i managed to get again or how big again you know um yeah. yeah, I mean, oh, an eyeliner is, you know, you you will prize my eyeliner from my cold, dead hands. I will. Everyone looks a little bit better in eyeliner, no matter yeah. who they oh, are. Literally man, yes. everybody. Everybody. Yeah, <laughs> everybody. So, rape for Susie Sue, that's what we say. Yeah. Yes. Right, Jen, uh, that's the final uh, question. Finally, which country is thought to have the highest goth population? <laughs> oh, it's uh, Finland absolutely straight in with the straight in with the fins so um overall per 100,000 population how many metal bands are there in finland per thousand of the population per per 100,000 of the population population. finland's only a small country uh, like in terms of population it's a massive Mm. country but i think it's something like 14 it's 53. What? <laughs> That's amazing. 53. So the, the Tuska Festival, mm. which is held in Helsinki, which, which means agony. There you nice. go. Lovely. Nice. Um, decided to have a competition to find the 2018 Capital of Metal, which was won by a town, which I, I love this. It's a it, rock festival is held in the winning town called Lemmy. <laughs> it's beautiful. <laughs> Um, and they have a population of 3,076 and have 13 metal bands. Oh, brilliant. <laughs> Which is, you know, you're, you're, you're unlikely to run into someone who's not, yeah. you know, a, a bassist, really. It's why it was like the first place I ever did, um, that I ever went and did a tour show outside the UK was, was Finland. I did the Helsinki Comedy Festival, which they hold in February because they hate people. <laughs> I love that about the Finns that like right now when everyone's supposed to be socially distancing it's like what two metres apart like do we really have to get that close to other people (laughs) it's not compulsory the two metres and one of their national dishes is a fish that's so pungent that you have to open the tin underwater because if you open it in plain air yeah it's too much (sighs) yeah Sana my partner her her grandmother absolutely adores Ludfisk it's like yeah (laughs) <laughs> yes, an acquired taste. Yeah. <laughs> People without taste buds <laughs> or nostrils. <laughs> and then she looks at me in salt and vinegar crisp like, what on earth? Why would you do that? Do you hate joy? <laughs> I'm team salt and vinegar. Me too. Yeah, absolutely. The stronger, the better. Yeah. Like, if you don't get chemical burns from it, they yeah. haven't put enough flavouring in it. <laughs> yeah, you've got to lose a, a layer of skin from the inside yeah. of your cheek. <laughs> well, I, th- I think Jen, that was one of the strongest showings we've ever had in a quiz on this Absolutely. podcast, don't you? I think I think you're in the Hall of Fame. Really? Oh, yeah. fantastic! Yeah, oh, this is fantastic. good. I finally feel vindicated for the time that I was. I'm going to tell you this because this is my favourite quizzing story, and and you haven't asked me, and and I'm disappointed in that. But this is my favourite. <laughs> I when I, I lived in Crew for a while uh, because I make terrible life choices. <laughs> And, oh, well, I went to university. I, I did. I went to uh, Manmet at Crew. Um, didn't read which campus it was when I signed up to do film at Manmet, and oh, ended up no. in Crew. So and um, 
and yeah, and I was at the Limelight, which is a fantastic venue, which like would always go and put on like cover bands. It's like where all of the cover bands. So I saw like By Jovi, um, <laughs> I saw Green Bay, uh, saw all of these like all of these bands, um, and and they had a pub quiz there like on a Thursday night, and the picture round said which films are these from, and they had like four different pictures from movies, and uh, one of them was like Matrix Reloaded, and one of them was from Raiders of the Lost Ark, and you know, there was a couple of others. And I'd put all of the answers down. And when they went through it, it was, they just went, right, the answers are Matrix, Indiana Jones. And it was like really like generalized. And I was like, huh? Oh, well, hang on, oh, no. no. And somebody put their hand up and went, this person's put um, Raiders of the Lost Ark. And went, does it say Indiana Jones? Oh! <gasps> right, okay. You've not got the point, oh. right? Whoa. Yeah, exactly. Whoa. Didn't get the point. I complained. And they went, no, because it, it's called Indiana Jones and the Raiders of the Lost Ark was the Quizmaster's Nowhere is it ever argument. called that. Nowhere was it called that until they released it as a box set, right? And I went, and which was the point I made, and I got so angry that I genuinely flipped the table. I <laughs> <laughs> oh. told them I was never going back in there again. And they went, good, because you're barred for life. Um, and my girlfriend broke up with me shortly after <laughs> in part because of that um, and yeah and then yeah less than less than a year later the venue went under and I was glad <laughs> yeah. if karma if it's derelict if it's derelict we can exactly. hold one of our underground quizzing yeah. uh, events in the limelight crew I'd love to do that let's uh, yeah. let's get that yeah, on the shell of the building before, beforehand <laughs> just clear it of furniture because we don't yeah. want another incident yeah, yeah. She's, no, absolutely. she's a table flipper that black you know yeah wow <laughs> well <laughs> we've established that actually we've got underground quizzing that we're going to do we're going to come back to you for the marvel universe uh, marvel cinematic universe quiz and then i think your specialist subject um on mastermind now should be finland or um well finland or goth i mean i think your music is very very strong so you know maybe we've warmed you up for a goth or tribute bands. Yes. Yeah, tribute band. <laughs> tribute band names. That's yeah. That would be so great, wouldn't it? That would be because some of the comedy ones, Bailey Connolly, the uh, yeah. yeah, all of those, love them. Nuns and Moses, they were my. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, there we Lovely. go. That'll be a hit. Now, um, so we're going to see you again for those things, but uh, in the meantime, I believe uh, you, uh, uh, Go Faster Stripe, have released a stand-up special of yours, haven't yes. they? They have, yeah. Like I, fortunately, like this is the one time that my luck has ever held out because about <laughs> in two years ago, I did a show about how I don't really leave the house and how to have fun when you don't leave the house. Um, <laughs> talking about the collapse of Western civilization, about the rise of fascism and, and stuff like that, and and, <laughs> and uh, the Black Lives Matter movement, and I did all of this stuff, and I recorded a special about it in February, which was then released just as we all went into lockdown. Amazing. Um, so yeah, for the first time I've ever managed to like accidentally have recorded a really, really like of the moment, of the zeitgeist show, which you can download and I think it's a fiver at the moment. Excellent value. Absolute bargain. Yeah. yeah. And absolutely do it. So on Go Faster Strike, gofasterstrike.com forward slash unwinnable. Wonderful. Isn't it? Unwinnable. We'll be we'll be there. Yeah. Very good. Well and it's that was not an unwinnable quiz for you though. Thank you very much. I'm really glad. Well, it was brilliant. Very impressed. Very impressed. Well, we shall say not goodbye, but adieu. Uh, Mm. And uh, we'll see you for our Marvel 
Marvel um, bare knuckle yes. oh, <laughs> quizzing bare knuckle Marvel cinematic quizzing <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'd be fantastic oh thank you very yes. much to the lovely Bethany Black Woo. so we are joined now by Patrick McGee who we spoke to earlier the host of the King Tribbling podcast and West Africa specialist <laughs> uh, and he is going to give us a quiz. Tell us, Patrick, have you chosen a theme or have you just gone free range with this one? Uh, I've, I have chosen a theme. It's not Doctor Who, is it? Because it there is. is a Doctor Who poster. I know. I was thinking, well, you know, I thought, I'll give, <laughs> I think, you know, Lucy, you've dominated the quiz for too long. It's time to pick It's time to pick a category that Jenny likes. <laughs> uh, Good for you. Well, we could have had Bethany stick around as well. Actually was in Doctor Who. Yeah. What? Oh, Bethany Black. Yeah. Yeah. You're showing an episode oh. with Bethany Black. Oh, brilliant. I might just Google West African... Uh, I think, yeah. I've yeah, got a map. Oh, it's fine, I've got a map. Do you know what? Just you West know Africa. what? I'll do the West Africa. You know, we talked about <laughs> it so much. Do you know what do? I'll do the West Africa. Oh, my God. That's it. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> oh, my no. goodness. What have I just brought on myself? Yeah. Oh, we pushed it too far. I'm yeah. Not, I mean, you know, I just, not it's, it's a It's a Chekhov's gun situation mm. you know we've talked about it everyone's going to want it yeah, we're all expecting <laughs> all right okay i've got <laughs> all right okay cool all right i got my west african questions we're lined up we're good to go okay here we go let's do it all right uh i think it's a nice easy one to start with uh dakar is the capital and largest city of which country dakar is um, <laughs> this is going to be very, very Senegal. It is Senegal, correct. <laughs> Thank you. T- took me a moment. Oh. I mean, it's late at night uh, here. You've got a fresh morning brain, and it's uh, yeah, it's dark here. <laughs> All right. Uh, question number two. Until 1975, which country was known as Dahomey? Ooh. Oh, yeah. Um, is it Burkina Faso? It is not Burkina no. Faso, although it okay. does it does start with a B. Okay. It's. But, um, I was going to say it's round there, but it's it's West Africa. It's all round there. Come on. <laughs> okay, now all I have to do is think of a country that begins with a B. In West Africa. That is in West Africa. Come on, your turn. And you are going to hear me fail at that. No, I'm going to I'm going <laughs> to psych it ben, over to ben, you now. Benin. It is Benin. Yes. yes. Go on, girl. I mean, I was I was on very shaky ground there, but uh, <laughs> yeah, that's good, lovely. Uh, question number three: mm. the Niger and the Volta, oh yeah, drain into mm. which Gulf? Oh, I have no idea. The Gulf of I mean, I I'll just you can actually think about it, Jenny, yeah. and I'll just say ridiculous things. Um, uh, the Gulf of West Africa. Ooh, oh, nice, I mean, it is, it is a Gulf of West Africa. Look, I say, you say the Gulf of, you're two-thirds of the way there. Gulf of, yeah, it's, is it the name of a country in West Africa? It, it is the name of several countries Guinea. in West Africa. It is, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's a Gulf great clue. It was a great clue. Very yeah. good clue. Uh, what do I have to do? Oh, here we go. Number four. Uh, the Black Stars are the football team... <laughs> Of which country? Come on, Lucy, you know this. Oh, well, with my, my twin loves of uh, geography and football. Yeah, naturally. Um, the Black Stars are you know from, well, Nigeria. 
Is it Ghana? It is Ghana. I think they've got a black star on the In the middle of the flag, yeah. So they're they're, they're, they're Um, gold, green and red, like a lot of the countries around there, but theirs has got the nice big black star in the middle. It's very pretty. You see, I've I've learned so much. Right. I'm also. I'm sort of wishing you'd gone with Doctor. <laughs> <laughs> Is there a West African Doctor Who question we can throw in? Oh, uh, let me let me go through my. No, I think, yeah, no. I, yeah. I feel like, like West Africa has been studiously avoided by actually pretty much everyone. Yeah, um, <laughs> obviously. <laughs> yeah. Just think this 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 is all useful. See, if I did Doctor Who quiz, it would you know be like you you might get some right, but it also wouldn't be useful mm. or interesting. No, this is and this have, is really yeah, useful. We'd have people phoning in, phoning in. They don't phone into us. Yeah. it's not radio. And writing in and saying, "Well, I think you'll find that yeah. it was actually yeah. episode seven. <laughs> all right, here is your your final question. The clincher. The clincher. This is it. This Come is on. this is the decider. <laughs> this is the one that took forty eight guesses. <laughs> I think so, yeah. Holy yeah, yes. moly. Uh, <laughs> at the beginning of World War One, what was the oh. only independent nation in West Africa? Wow. Oh, that's a brilliant question. Right. Because a lot of them were sort of Belgium had some of them, Britain had some yeah, of that- them... They're all sort of, yeah, colonial. I'm trying to think of like the start of the African Queen because that's, that's what's going on. <laughs> they're in some country in Africa and they're trying to get out before the Germans come in. Uh... <laughs> what West African countries haven't we had? Togo. Have we... <laughs> no, Togo was German. Ah. Uh... It was, trying to it was think called the... Togoland, I think. At the, so at the beginning of World War One, But yeah. it might not. So maybe had it... Mm, okay. I'll go Burkina Faso again. No, it's probably Portuguese, isn't it? <laughs> no, I'll go Nigeria again because nice. I've said that for a while. No, I'll give you. I'll give you. Oh, a it's going to be forty-eight goes. Isn't it? <laughs> yeah, we go. Yeah, it so, can't, be. How long? can't be. <laughs> this. So this country. This country has been independent for uh, since since the mid eighteen hundreds, mm. and it's and it's uh, it has a name that uh, means or well, is related to freedom in Latin. Liberia. Liberia. It is Liberia. Suck it, 48 guesses. (laughs) (laughs) But they probably didn't get a clue, in Mm. fairness. Yeah. uh, Yeah. Oh, Patrick, do you know what? Now, that was... It was everything I dreamed it would be, in that (laughs) it was almost impossible for me. So... uh, Thank you so much, and we will all be listening to your podcast uh, avidly now. So uh, thank you very, very much for joining us. Patrick McGee! Thank you so much. Well, there we are. Another episode of Fingers on Buzzers draws to a close, Jen. It's flown by. It really has zoomed, zipped, whizzed. Uh, All right, um, Thesaurus. No, no, just... Thought I'd try out a few different nice. words there, but uh, it's been we've been down under <laughs> with Patrick. <laughs> we, <laughs> that means it's been so much. I know it's still oh, fun. down you. under. Yeah, we've been down under with Patrick, and we had a lovely time with the wonderful Bethany. Yeah, uh, and we've set up many episodes to come with Bethany with uh, our Marvel quiz and all that stuff. So uh, look forward to all of that. But in the meantime, thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time on Fingers on Buzzers. 
Fingers on Buzzers starred Lucy Porter and Jenny Ryan and was produced by Amanda Redman with music by Kevin MacLeod and Justin Edwards. Email quiz at fingersonbuzzers.com and tweet at fingersbuzzers. Thanks for listening and don't forget to join us next time for more Fingers on Buzzers. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.